0: Hey, 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 everybody, welcome to the Imperial Wrestling Podcast, the most intelligent wrestling podcast, period. Tonight's episode is called, Does It Mean, or Do You Have to Be a Good Wrestler to Be Considered a Good Wrestler? And I'm not joking around, like we have this classification system of some of the best wrestlers ever we have this classification system that defines and classifies and there's such a criteria that will place these wrestlers these characters these personalities in this category that deems them as being famous popular well-known but does that actually mean that they are indeed actually good at wrestling does it mean you are a good wrestler do you have to be good at wrestling to be considered a good wrestler and at first you may hear the title and go what in the world is he thinking well as a wrestling podcaster i love to listen to some of the other podcasts And Wade Keller has got a fantastic podcast. Um, And he talked about who is and what do we consider, whom are the greatest wrestlers of all time. And he talked about some names that really resonated with me. And and the first one he brought up is like Bruno San Martino. A, A lot of the younger fans may not know who Bruno San Martino is. I barely know who he is simply by being a fan in the early 80s and seeing the wrestlers before my time. Um, I got to see some stuff primarily around Bruno San Martino. Okay, so we know the name. Okay, his gimmick wasn't fabulous, his look, his persona. I think is what made Bruno San Martino famous. He's a broad barrel chested guy, hair slicked back. He looked like a rough and tough Italian wrestler. You know, that that fit the mold of his uh, era, perhaps. And and then we go, I grew up on a guy like Hulk Hogan. Honestly, when you look at the body of work, when it comes to in-ring performance... Not from a drama or an acting perspective, from a sheer athletic point of view. Hulk Hogan was not a good wrestler, but he will probably be one of the famous wrestlers that ever wrestled in this business. Just because you're famous, well-known, and even held multiple championships, I don't know that it's fair to say that you are indeed a good wrestler. And I say this because there are guys like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat from that era. Who was, in fact, a very good wrestler. An extremely good wrestler. But I don't know that he'll be known as one of the all-time best or the most remembered wrestler ever. But his ability inside the ring was one of the best. He was a very good wrestler based on his ability to actually wrestle. And that's the whole problem with pro wrestling. And Wade Keller was talking about The Undertaker's last run. And then we couldn't help to brush upon the topic or the idea of who else is classified as an elite all-time great like The Undertaker. And I'm not even sure that The Undertaker himself was a very good wrestler his gimmick and his character was fabulous his undertaker role is just wicked cool from the sound of the bell to the sound of his approach to the ring to the lightning the drama and the more contemporary and a greater vast array of technological use that he can use when coming to the ring his character is awesome he was actually a better wrestler when he was mean mark Callis. he was a better wrestler in terms of maneuvers technical skill sets and the types of things he was able to do in the ring as a wrestler when he was the undertaker it was more about being a very good entertainer There's a big difference between being a good entertainer and a good wrestler so what then constitutes a good wrestler you know vince mcmahon once said stone cold steve austin is not a main eventer stone cold steve austin while he was yes a good wrestler he was a better wrestler when he was stunning steve austin and the stuff he did in japan and the wcw That's when he was a very good technical wrestler. That's when he had crisp and concise wrestling skill. But I don't know that that necessarily means he was a very good wrestler when he was most known in the role as Stone Cold. I look back at the 80s and we all know Andre the Giant. His caricature... His presence, his sheer and other size, is what put him on the map. But I don't know that I can honestly say he was a very good wrestler. I think he was an unbelievable entertainer. But I don't know for sure that he was a very good wrestler. And that's just it. I mean, defining what is a good wrestler. Do you really have to be a good wrestler, to be a good wrestler. And I can't help to think about guys like John Cena. I mean, I'm not taking anything away of what he accomplished as being perhaps the megastar uh, in his prime tenure with the WWE. But the guy literally did five wrestling moves Just because you're surrounded by fame, popularity, and you're the king of the ring, literally, in your particular era or your moment, I'm struggling because I don't know that that makes him a good wrestler. Take a guy like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, who's become a superstar outside the wrestling ring. He's a big-time celebrity. Been in multiple movies, and he's all over the place. And his wrestling career was relatively short compared to most and some of the more iconic guys and he he was actually a pretty decent wrestler so does that make him the best of the good wrestlers I, I don't know I think about Macho Man Randy Savage while he was a great personality and a big name he was also a very good wrestler He could do more than five wrestling moves. And he had an over-the-top character. And he was well-known. So does that make him a good wrestler? A great wrestler? How do we discern and classify guys like that? You know, I look at when I was talking about Andre the Giant. I don't know that Andre, uh, technically speaking, was really that good of a wrestler. Um he just did choke holes and headbutts, stepped on people and sat on people. With that repertoire of maneuverability or moves, that doesn't really define you as being good. But people would pay to see him. And, and that's kind of what I think about with some other big names. Like the Big Show, he was way more athletic and he could do some wrestling moves. Uh, Braun Strowman is another one I kind of think about, he's a big guy, he's got some maneuverability. I I just struggle with that in terms of technicalities. Does does WWE, are they really the league that wants to cultivate really good wrestler? Like I think of guys like CM Punk, who in my opinion was a good wrestler, had a big personality, but I don't know that that's the vision that the WWE carries. So I think there's a blurred line when we try to define what is a good wrestler. And I'm not so sure even the fans understand that. Just because you're famous and popular and well-known does not mean you are a good wrestler. In other sports, you're known in your craft by how well you perform statistically. There's a record keeping system where they can see how many yards you've thrown, how many home runs you've hit, uh, how many outs you've made. You you, you see, the point I'm trying to make is that we can track stuff, statistically, it's recorded, and we can fact check it and review it. In wrestling, just because you win the championship doesn't really mean that you're a great wrestler. It was scripted for you to win based on the role and the storyline that you were looking to, to fill and to tell and to take part in and live out. Really don't know that that makes you a good wrestler. And, and those are the things that I, I challenge you to think about. And it really came to mind when they were discussing The Undertaker. And, and then I started thinking, well, let's look at all these other guys. Who was really a good wrestler that's going to be going down as one of the all-time great? And a name that's often foreshadowed is Triple H. You know, Triple H was a good wrestler for the most part. Especially when he first came in in his younger days, he was way more talented than I think he ever gets credit for. It wasn't until the Triple H character really evolved that we began to really put him in that mention, that category. Even then, I don't know that he ever succeeded names like uh, Stone Cold or The Rock. I don't know that he ever overcame them. He was a, a main event guy, but he wasn't the main event guy. Such a weird classification. Think about that. The perplexity of this makes this a very challenging conversation to have if you truly ponder and make your thinking relevant to what I'm trying to to explain here do you have to be a good wrestler to be a good wrestler I think about guys like Jay Lethal he's a good wrestler Jonathan Gresham he's a good wrestler Kenny Omega he's a good wrestler there are some guys out there that are very good at wrestling. And I think that's what I think makes guys like Ric Flair so special, is for many years not only was he an excellent entertainer, he had the ability to encompass that and embrace this as being indeed a remarkably good wrestler. Sadly, in the era that I've been able to see wrestling, Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero perhaps are some of the best wrestlers I've ever seen in terms of ring skill and ring ability and the repertoire, endless repertoires of moves. They may be some of the best. And now, Eddie Guerrero, while his personality became cool with the latino heat and the lwo and there were some things that made him a fun character too in addition to his wrestling but i don't know that that makes him one of the best ever now just because he was a good wrestler will he be remembered as being one of the best ever you see this creates some sort of weird dilemma and there's really no right or wrong answer the more I research it. You can't tell me Hulk Hogan isn't known by just about anybody. Even someone that doesn't know wrestling knows who he is. So then that means, that leads me up to like current guys like Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. I, I think both of those guys are great wrestlers. And characters are evolving and they're starting to make lines for them well then where does that put Randy Orton I consider Randy Orton a good wrestler but he's also involved with some crazy storylines do you have to be a good wrestler to be a good wrestler so if we go back and we think about the greats we've talked about Hogan we talked about Andre the Giant you know Think about other big names. We talked about The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, John Cena, The Undertaker. And, and now we're in this era where we got The Fiend. The theme, and you're interviewing, and you're entertaining. Those values seem to supersede the skill set. And I'm not saying The Fiend is not talented. But I'm, I'm also... Challenging you? I don't know that he is an elite performer like a Kenny Omega or Okada the Rainmaker. I'm not so sure these guys have that ability. And and we need to really be sensitive and remove a bias and ask yourself these questions. Are these guys really? ...good wrestler. And you can be decent. You can get by. You might be able to take some falls well. But what is your repertoire offensively? What is your key defensively? Where do you classify your finishing maneuvers? Do you have more than one finishing move? And it leads me to think is... Do we even know? Is there even such thing as a criteria... That defines what a good wrestler is anymore we're not unionized there's been a whole bunch of drama this week about that and we're gonna weigh in on that on another show it almost seems as though if you have a character that fits the storyline and you're well liked by your superior you're given the spotlight and you're deemed as a good wrestler if that's the case then, what's the point of ever being a good wrestler? Right? This is kind of a dangerous ground to, to walk upon. And as a wrestling fan, I watch a lot of wrestling, and some of the best wrestlers are not even well known amongst fans. I think about Roderick Strong, I think about uh, uh, Champa. You know, there's some guys out there that get some notoriety and we just did a show on Finn Balor there are some guys that are known both with a level of fame when it's encompassed by their ability in the ring as well and we're leaving out a whole segment on women like Becky Lynch Charlotte Flair Sarai there are some unbelievably talented women Shasha Banks I mean think about this and Bailey, there are some extremely talented female wrestlers, Rhea Ripley. And I almost am starting to see a trend. I think Ember Moon, in the name of female wrestlers, can go on and on and on. It almost looks as though the female wrestlers, in terms of sheer talent, are beginning to surpass their male counterparts. It's almost as though they have to wrestle so good, and then they fit their role. And I don't know if that's just the way the cards are falling right now, but it almost looks as though the skill sets are greater perceived Amongst the female wrestlers than the male wrestler. The male wrestlers that are most known. Seem to have the most cool storylines. Stone Cold. The way he drank a beer. Was more popular than the way he delivered any sort of wrestling maneuver. Stone Cold Stunner. We know what it is. But that's usually after he drank a beer. And then dropped the Stone Cold Stunner. That does not mean. You are. You are a good wrestler. Watching Okada and Omega wrestle for an hour long, that's some good wrestling. But that's also a very different style of wrestling. So when you try to intertwine the styles of wrestling and amongst the different ways of wrestling, amongst the different leagues of wrestling, do we even know if you have to be a good wrestler to be a good wrestler? I don't know that you need to be a good wrestler in this sport. And that's crazy. If you look at other crafts, if you're going to be a doctor, you probably want to be a good wrestler. It's not about how you hold your Thesascope or strut down the office aisle in your doctor's office or hospital. It's not your theme music when you park your Tesla. You see, Wrestling is the only craft or profession where you may not have to be any good at doing anything inside the ring that's considered wrestling, but if you have great microphone skill, a terrific gimmick, and you're well-perceived and you just fit at the right moment at the right time, all of a sudden you're a Hall of Fame guy, you're known forever, and you're going to be one of the best ever in wrestling, and you may not even be a good wrestler, that to me is so bizarre and at the same time ridiculously fascinating that you can be in a trade and not be good at the trade itself so it's like a carpenter who can't build a house but because he's so cool and the fans love him they don't care if the house is built right is that not blow your mind is that the scope that we're in in the wrestling world? That you can just be cool, have good theme music, a great character, and your love? If that's what it is, that's what it is. Then I have no choice but to accept it. But I also wanna ask us and ourselves, as wrestling fans, is that what we want? Do we want a cast of Hollywood celebrities or rock star, Or do we want a cast of wrestlers? And it seems as though on the female side, they're wrestling, Better than they are on the male side. And now that's not to diminish that there's not any good male wrestlers. That's completely not true. We have all sorts of amazing wrestling talents. But I challenge you, even the guy like Nick Altis and the NWA, as good as he looks, muscular, handsome, and European accent, and the and the NWO or the NWA 10 pounds at gold looks amazing around his weight. He's a great billboard. He's a great poster boy. But his wrestling skills are not the best I've ever seen. Being lukewarm might just be enough to be a wrestler. Having size might be enough to sell tickets. Being bizarre or having a unique character may be enough to sell out stadiums. And maybe that's what wrestling is today. But I have to tell you, I love the technical essence of wrestling when two athletic performers wrestle that's when i just really say wow that was fantastic and we do get some of those sort of matches with guys like aj styles we do see stuff like that still even in the wwe we do see some unbelievable mac matches and we have especially on the nxt side when adam cole was the champion and Keith Lee was doing stuff there. We were seeing some phenomenal wrestling. So I'm not trying to say that there aren't any good wrestlers. I'm just saying, do you have to be very good to be well-known forever? And the way we create these iconic characters like The Rock and Stone Cold and Triple H, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, were any of these guys really the best wrestlers in their sport? Were there no other better wrestlers? Like, I challenge you, Ricky Steamboat was one of the best in his time. I challenge you to look at guys like and Thunder Liger, and The Great Muda, and the early editions of Sting, Barry Windham, Arn Anderson, Tully Branchard. There are some guys that were unbelievable. Dean Malenko, very technical guys. And were a lot of fun to watch. Had tons of moves. And they were innovative. They would do something I'd never seen before in a wrestling ring. And I would love that. But they may not have always been supported by the greatest gimmick, character work. Or had the best theme music. Or maybe they weren't quite involved with a a spectacular storyline. Their skill sets, as good as they were did not make them iconic. And, and that's where I'm at. So would unionizing, for example, pro wrestling, independent wrestling, all the different leagues and federations and association, whatever you want to call them, say, for example, they were unionized, and what would the union require? Would you have to be a good interviewer, a better entertainer, would you have to be a better wrestler? What does that landscape look like? What does that mean when you're unionized? It's at a limited quantity of matches. Everyone becomes like Brock Lesnar and only wrestles once a year. And it's only a five-minute match tops. That's the thing. Brock Lesnar, for example, has been a heavyweight champion over and over again. Main event guy but typically gives us the shortest matches ever. I don't really know that he's even a good wrestler. I just find that remarkable. When we watch like, basketball, people want to see LeBron James play. Whether you like him or not, you want to see his skill sets. Whether you agree with his political points of views or not, people pay to see him play the game of basketball. The same thing applies in any other sport. You know, We want to see a great running back. We want to see a great pitcher. You know, we want to see a great slugger. We want to see an, an ultimate slam dunk. We, we want to see that long pass for a touchdown. You, you know, we want to see that breakout run in the NFL. We want to see that crazy hockey shot that scores a game, uh, like the game-winning goal. You see, sports has a way of us wanting to see the athlete. Does that whole philosophy hold true at all in the hearts of wrestling fan? Do we really care to see like an unbelievably awesome powerbomb? Do we want to see like the most best possibly executed dropkick of all time? Do we want to see like this masterful clothesline? Do we want to see a Macho Man Randy Savage elbow drop from the top rope? Are those the things that we really want to see? Or do we just want to see storylines and flamboyant personalities? And I'm asking this because... Is that what pro wrestling is today? Do you have to even be good at wrestling to be considered a good wrestler? And I want people to email me and I want people to tell me their thoughts. Email me, please, at the Imperial Wrestling Podcast at gmail.com. That's something I need to know. Who is the all time best and why? Are they the best because they're famous? Because they had a remarkably good storyline? Because they had a super fun character, they fit the moment, they fit the decade, they fit the generation, or no. These wrestlers, or this guy, this gal was an unbelievably good wrestler because they were super talented. I think if we were talking about sheer talent alone, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, like we talked about last week, those were two uber talented wrestler guys that can do just about any move you can think of. But I don't think that we're going to classify them as being one of the all-time greys. You know, I look at guys, I love Razor Ramon. I always talk about that and tease my family with Razor Ramon. But I don't know that he was really, Scott Hall was a better wrestler than Razor Ramon. But his character was so fun, and he loved being the bad guy. We put him in this group of being a good wrestler without really being a good wrestler. And I know that makes no sense at all, but that's the whole point of the show, is what in the world has happened. Maybe that's what pro wrestling is. It's about the entertainment value and very little to do with the performance athletic value. I think the credential to be a wrestler is at least know how to fall and take the shots, what have you, but do your role, do your interviewing, And stick to the storylines and cooperate with the superiors. And you are classified and considered as being a good wrestler. If I'm wrong with that, tell me how and tell me why. And I'm not looking to argue. I'm looking to learn and to be informed and to build on your thoughts. I love this kind of stuff. And I'm completely fascinated by it. And I want you to listen to the show and ask yourself the questions that I'm presenting. Do you have to be a good wrestler in order to be a good wrestler? Something to ponder. Something to think about. And then when I thought about who the all-time best were, sadly, none of them are truly the best at wrestling. There were multiple and numerous other factors that made them famous in a sport or perhaps a sport entertainment known as professional wrestling. This does not mean that they were truly good wrestlers. Thank you so much for listening to tonight's podcast. Uh, You can find us on Twitter. Um, you can uh, email the show. You can find us on our website, imperialwrestlingpod.com. There's a lot of stuff going on out there, and there's a lot of things to talk about. But tonight, I want to leave you with that question Do you have to be a good wrestler to be considered a good wrestler? I'm your host, Kevin. Good night, everybody.